This podcast is a publication of the Engineering Management Institute, where we are committed to building professional development systems, including project management and people leadership programs that support the growth of engineers and their firms. Download our AE Industry Trends Report for insights on the great resignation, remote work productivity, and people-centric cultures. To get your copy, visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Engineering Project Management Podcast. Now again, this is the podcast that is dedicated to helping project managers to sharpen their project management skills. So I'm going to be your host today. Once again, my name is Matt Douglas with EMI. And in this episode of the Engineering Project Management Podcast, and in celebration of Black History Month, I'm going to be joined today by none other than Tiffany Tichi. Now Tiffany is a senior mechanical engineer, a TEDx speaker, and also a creator of many, many children. Children's STEM books. So today we're going to be diving into a crucial topic, how to be successful as a black engineer in the AEC industry. But before we get started with that, here's a quick word from our sponsor for this episode, PPI, Kaplan Company. Before we dive in, we'd like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, PPI, a leader in engineering exam prep for the FE and PE exams. PPI provides expert prep courses and study resources designed to help you pass the FE and PE exams the first time. PPI's live online courses include hours of lectures, problem-solving demonstrations, exam strategy sessions, office hours, and a passing guarantee. Check out PPI today at ppi2pass.com to see all the options available for FE and PE exam prep. Now let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody, we're back here with our PM Conversation of the Week. We have Tiffany Tichi here with us. Tiffany, it's great to have you. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the discussion. Good, good. So let's go ahead and kick off um, things by just talking about the importance of certifications um, as a Black person in general and also as an engineer, um, especially like in the AEC industry that we're in. How do you think that these factors contribute to our success as engineers? Absolutely. Certifications and licensing are key. They not only validate our expertise, but they also open doors for more opportunities. It makes you stand out, you know, being able to have those certifications or licensing uh, you against others. You'll be able to sign off on different things. You're able to, you know, it builds the credibility side of things. So in the industries itself, with what we deal with, I think it's important to have those certifications and licensing. Yeah, I can agree with that. And, um, you know, just part of my experience, you know, like just doing just general job searches, especially in our industry with AEC, sometimes there's just a, a ceiling that just becomes reached where you can't go above that because of the licensing issues. Um, now, there are some industries that you can get into where you don't have to have like a PE license per se or even a PMP, but sometimes that kind of keeps you within like either the design role or like a lower role. Like if you're trying to get into like a project management position, it does become a little bit harder because it's much like a, like a doctor, you know, like you have to be certified, you are responsible for other people's lives. And with that, you know, there's just a a level of accountability that you have to have and responsibility that you have to have too. So getting that license is definitely key. Even if you don't think that you need it, I mean, just taking the, the study hours, the the eight hour exam that you take in order for you to get your PE, I think that it's well worth it because of the amount of opportunities that you can have. 
Um, you can pretty much go anywhere. And also like just what you know, you know, you want to be able to not just come into a room and not exactly know what you're talking about. And sometimes the experience that you get by taking the PE or taking on those different, you know, job descriptions or uh, different projects will actually prepare you for career moves that you're going to have later on in your life. Um, so let's uh, let's get on to the next point and okay. let's talk about uh, the role of organizations. Uh, right. Tiffany? What about the role of organizations like National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE for short, Matt? Now, I have a passion with this because yeah. I'm a lifetime member of NSBE. So how have you found, you know, being a part of such groups beneficial in your career? Well, first off, uh, congratulations on being a life member in Nesby. I didn't know that, but uh, <laughs> for me, I do aspire to be a lifetime member in Nesby. And, and just because I think that Nesby really got me started on my journey to being a successful engineer. Now, I went to Morgan State University back home in, in Baltimore, Maryland, and Nesby was a huge part of the engineering career there. Uh, we had a huge organization. A lot of people were involved in it. Um, and it really got us the opportunity to get out there and network as an undergraduate, which is, I think it was very important because oftentimes in school, they don't teach you enough there. Like you can get the material and you can get uh, the stuff that you actually need in order for you to be to, to have the actual education behind being an engineer. But the networking opportunities are just completely different. And those are things that you have to seek outside of the actual four walls of your school. So it was there. I learned how to conduct meetings, you know, like learning about Robert's rules of order and, uh, you know, just different business acumen that's there. You know, um, I remember I think it was maybe 2011 or 12. And at this point in time, I mean, you know, but poor college kids, of course, like many other folks out here. And I'm just mixing and matching suits and stuff, trying to make things work. You know, I remember that I had. Uh, just kind of circled around the interview tables, just talking to different people. I got practice with it. Um, and I think that that's something that's really important to get the practice with talking to people that are in a higher position of you so you can see what language they're actually speaking. Um, you can get yourself prepared uh, to actually have those big time meetings when you actually do get started in your career. And on top of that, just getting to know certain people, you might actually have a, an easier way in the door just because somebody knows you. I mean, think about how many people are looking for jobs on a day-to-day -day basis now. Mm -hmm. Then you have to compare yourself and see like what actually makes you stand out from the crowd. You know, it's uh I think what what's the saying? It's it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know. Obviously, like that's a I don't know why that didn't come a little bit closer uh or sooner, but I think that that's a true point. You know, just knowing a good amount of people that you have in your network, no matter what the color is. Um, but just having a, a broad network of people in different facets of engineering is we're really going to open up the doors because it's there that you can poss possibly see what types of engineering fields are actually out there. Um, in civil engineering, from my experience, there are a lot, right? There are countless, but you can actually get more information about what it actually takes to be a successful engineer in those specific facets of civil engineering. And then you can go towards that. So I, I think that something like Nesby definitely helps you with being able to carve out your path and your future. I love it. I so, mean, that is Tiffany, good. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, just want to put it out there. People who don't know about Nesby, make sure to check it out because it's worth it. It goes from 
K through 12. So that's the pre-college initiative to collegiate to professional. So either where I'm you go in, NSBE is a part of any journey you go through. So I just want to put that plug in as well. Right, right. And I know that we have a, a national convention in, in coming up. Fortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to this one, but I do plan on going to some of the other conventions. Uh, they're really fun. They, it's just imagine just a huge room of people that look just like you. They're on the path to engineering that want to network, that want to build. And you just see a bunch of different tables that are out there, different professionals that are telling you about different areas in which you can go with engineering. Now, whether that's software, civil, material, mechanical, like you, like they have all of those things there. So let's move on to this next point here. Uh, Tiffany, can you tell us a little bit more about your radio show? Um, I see that, uh, once again, you're doing something that is just monumental. And now you have a, a radio show that's out there. It's called the Read It Right Radio Show for anybody that's listening right now. Can you talk about how it contributes to the narrative of success for Black engineers? Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, so not only am I an engineer, but I want to get the message out there about STEM, science, technology, yeah. engineering, math. So I was able to create a Read It Right radio show. Um, it's been going on a year and a half now. And basically, it's trying to break down barriers. I mean, breaking down barriers in STEM education and careers. Um, I shed light on education, STEM education, opportunities, future representation, careers, and empowerment. So definitely, um, it's an opportunity I interview from educators to STEM professionals to just trying to encourage them to get more of our kids involved with STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. So, you know, with it being the underrepresented fields that are in STEM, especially our girls, as well as underrepresented minorities in the field, the radio show allows for the opportunity to grow, to learn, and to be able to encourage and, and empower um, the next generation of STEM leaders um, through representation. And so I'm excited to always, you know, it comes on every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WDRB Media. And, you know, to be a radio show host <laughs> um, called Lady T uh, is amazing. And so it's just encouraging because I know that the message is getting out there, especially highlighting the stories of, you know, underrepresented individuals in these fields. Um, it's aiming to inspire and motivate our listeners to pursue their passion and make positive impact in the world. And so I'm excited to represent with the Redrive Radio Show um, to try to get more representation in the field of STEM itself. Well, that's, that's great. I would love to, you know, come and just see what it's uh what it's actually like being on a radio show so maybe we can get some content one day of just like filming you oh. as you're actually like recording your show and so i think that'd be really interesting and you know i really commend you as well because you know like you're you're holding down your job as as a senior mechanical engineer for a huge company and then you're also having uh books that are out there which we're going to get into in just a few but then also the radio show and being featured in different speaking engagements and stuff um, I think that's really awesome. And now I want to get into your books that you have, um, because I know that you have one. I don't know if you have any other ones that are cooking up right now, which you probably will. Um, well, oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, you got all those books in the background. So let's talk about you being an author. So you're the author of a children's book, and it's called What Can I Be? Uh, STEM Careers from A to Z, and also the STEM Crew Kids Adventure Series. So how do these books contribute to celebrating Black excellence in STEM fields, and what gave you the inspiration for wanting to start these books? And also, how did you write these books? Did you write them and illustrate them? I know that that's a very loaded question, but okay. no, I have so many questions about this. It's so interesting. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it comes with the territory when I said, okay, 
not only my engineer, but I'm an author as well. And so it's exciting. And you know what motivated me to try to inspire was when I would go to the classrooms and I would go talk to the kids because they're always asking us engineers, let's come talk to the kids. And so when I would go in there, I would ask the kids how many met an engineer and not that many hands goes up. But after I mm-hmm. showed them the hands-on activities, I started showing them how engineering is fun. I would ask them how many met an engineer. And at that point, all hands should go up. And so it was that moment, that was that pivotal moment where I said, okay, I need to put it in writing. And so I did ended up doing that and created my first, it's an alphabet book. I kept it simple. I kept it simple. I, I saw a challenge on Facebook. It was called how to um, create and build your own best-selling um, book. And so I learned the process of being able to publish books. And so my first book was, what can I be still charisma to Z? And it's just the alphabet. It starts from A is for astronaut all the way to Z is for zoologist. And I didn't just do engineer. I said, let me do STEM careers. And so from there, I've been able to show, you know, the whole diverse. There's so many STEM crew kids that are in there, the diversity, because we have to work with all different types of ethnicities and, you know, genders and stuff. So the black excellence is in there because they get to see the representation that's in there. Um, and it stems off of the my experiences as far as being in these careers and having to work with others. And so from that, I've been able to create color and activity books to different translations from Spanish, French, Swahili to Italian, to journals, to teacher's guides, to then now having a series, the STEM Crew Kids Adventure Series, where now they're building different activities. So the first one is building a balloon power car. This next one that's coming up is the, um, they're building a magical spaceship. And so the sky's the limit on these children's books. It's been a great experience going to talk to these kids when I'm out in vending events, you know, signing the books. I'm always writing, if you believe it, then you can achieve it. So that's where the celebrating, you know, the excellence, the black excellence in STEM careers is because I want to see more representation in these fields. And so what better way than to put them in the books? Because growing up, I didn't see many books like this. I didn't see me in these books. And so now when these kids see me, there, one girl, one young girl, she came back, she says, Thank you so much for being in the book because she sees my picture on the back of the book. So not only can they be in these careers as an engineer or any of these STEM fields, but they can also write a book as well. So it's just been inspiring to see the process of doing it and being able to be on different platforms based off of the book itself, from TEDx talking about STEM um, to being on different Forbes and all different platforms, all because a book and leveraging the book to get this message out here for excellence to happen. Wow, that's that's quite amazing. Um I'm actually interested in doing a couple of projects myself. So we'll talk offline about those things. Um, But just that all of you guys know, it's coming soon from my part. But definitely get some of, uh, you know, Tiffany's books that she has out there. I think that they're very interesting. I've taken a look at um, some of them uh, myself, and I would highly recommend them. They're very, very well done. Um, So did you actually coordinate with an illustrator or did you illustrate them yourself? So I've learned to stay in my lane. That is one thing in the process. <laughs> I am not an a, a illustrator. So what happens is I have a book team. So I have an illustrator and then I also have um, a book cover designer to a formatter. And so I have a team where they all come together. So I worked with the illustrator to be able to make sure that they knew where I wanted to come. Because it's technical items, I wanted to make sure they knew the style and outfits that you have to wear at different um, careers itself. So no, I did not do this drawings. I just helped write the book and then work with a book team where the illustrator worked with me um, to make sure it was fun and friendly, um, kid friendly type of book as well. And so, yeah, this is, this has been an amazing journey. Um, 
in itself. And so I love the question, of course, you loaded me with it and I love it because I'm, it's a passion with it. Um, and initiatives like these not yeah. only highlight it. So um, I'm excited to be a part of it, sharing my journey. That's great. That's great. So hopefully one day we'll be, you know, in a booth at an SB conference and stuff, just advertising our books and just getting it out there. Cause I think that these are so important, especially to, you know, pass through the schools. Um, oh yeah. You know, I, I imagine in one day, like, you know, just passing out some of these informative books that are created by black engineers, young black engineers at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just passing them to the youth in the schools and, you know, in the school systems, uh, that way they can get that pre-exposure. I think that that's really important um, because that really changes the trajectory of where somebody's life is going to end up. You know, like just those little nuggets over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I love it. So let's let's shift some gears. You done, you, done, you know, ask me about my experience. I'm got to dive <laughs> yeah. deep with you next. And so let's shift some gear. Let's discuss the significance of organizational affiliation, you know, particularly with groups like the American Society of Civil Engineers ASCE, you know, we go these acronyms. And and how can these groups help shape the careers of engineers? I think that these are good. Um, I've been affiliated with ASCE for maybe since 2011 or so as a student going back to school um, at Morgan State. And um, I think that it is just as beneficial as NSBE and being affiliated with NSBE. But I would definitely say that there are a multitude of purposes for these different organizations. You know, like there's other things like the Collegiate 100 that I was involved in, of course, ASCE, NSBE, APWA, which is which is another one for um, public works professionals. Um, I think that these are very important to be involved in because you can get different information from the different organizations. And I find that to be very important. So while I might be able to have more of a relaxed time talking to uh, others that I might relate with a little bit more at the Nesby conferences. Um, and there may be like some more, I guess, quote, quote, fun activities like the, uh, you know, like the large interview panels and, you know, like the interview rooms and things of that nature. I think that ASCE was very stringent and it taught a lot of like, okay, like we can have fun, but we also need to be very organized about how we do things. Now, one thing I like about ASCE the most is they're very, very active. Like almost every civil engineer is involved in ASCE to some capacity. So like that's kind of the organization that we look to as like, okay, this is the top one that we want to always be involved in, period. I mean, there are speaking engagements that you can go and actually volunteer for to do uh, a project or a presentation for. There are also research papers or re- uh, white papers or just different findings in the civil engineering field that we've also seen at some of the um, some of the ASCE section dinners, uh, which are also very, very nice because if you are involved in it at an organizational level. Some of that organizational affiliation takes care of paying for those dinners uh, with your membership. So you go, you meet a whole bunch of different people that are in different fields. Um, You learn something and you also enjoy a nice dinner as well. You know, some nice drinks to accommodate it too. Uh, So I think that that's a great time. They also have the young members group, which is also pretty good because you definitely want to connect with people that are around your age group because everybody is pretty much climbing at the same exact rate, right? So if you were to find somebody that is like, you know, five years older instead of 10 or 15 years older, that barrier to that, that language barrier is, a, is shortened a lot more and you're able to connect with them a lot more. And they may be able to give you some real time advice as to how they got 
one level above you. Like, let's say that I'm an engineer one and I'm just starting off as an EIT, I might connect with somebody that's an engineer two and they can give me some helpful and sound advice for how they got to that next level and what steps they're actually taking if they were like, you know, I don't know, led by a project manager or something like of that sort in order for them to get to that next level, as I had just mentioned. So I think that ASCE is very, very important, but I would not distinguish between the two organizations at all. I would definitely get involved in both of them as much as possible because there's so much benefit. There's also job boards that you can actually get involved in on the ASCE side and the NSBE side. There are also different subgroups. Like I know with ASCE, they have the Geotechnical Institute. They also have a water resources group too. And that just adds extra spice to it. You know, it just adds another layer of like, how can I get more involved in this? How can I learn more and take more from this organization that I'm affiliated with? So yeah, I think that it's definitely helped me specifically with my career advancement because a lot of the opportunities that I've learned about, I would not have learned about if it were not for ASCE. I would not have had my resume together if it were not for for the people that were involved in ASE that took time to look at my resume, correct it, give me recommendations. And also I, I practice a lot of interviewing with them too. So like there was just so many benefits that I've gotten from there that really cannot be counted up. So again, you know, the networking opportunities, um, there were so many different resources you know, there were award shows and presentations that they've had. Um, there were community uh, service initiatives too. other ways to get involved, like the steel bridge competition, uh, the concrete canoe competition were also very, very big things. And then they also taught us a lot about ethics and um, standards and guidelines and how to uphold standard practices that every engineer should really uphold. So, yeah, let, lastly, let's talk about the uh, the impact of traveling and volunteering on, in our careers, and could you give us some you know some insight on how traveling has really uh, broadened your experience and your perspective, and also contributed into your success? Yes, traveling um, is amazing. It exposes you to diverse challenges, and then we also talk about the voluntary side of things. It allows you to give back to the community, which I feel is always important to serve. Um, both are enriching experience that not only you know, enhances your skills, but it also contributes to your personal and professional growth. And so I really feel it's important to travel. I travel within work, getting different work assignments. I've been able to take part in that. And then from the volunteer side, I'm always one who likes to give back. And so always with advice would be to take advantage of traveling as well as giving back. Yeah, I would definitely say that I'm a giver as well. I'm a person that does like to volunteer a lot and get involved in other people's lives because just seeing the impact of something that I'm contributing into, like having such a positive impact on another person, it's really just a second to none feeling for me specifically. So um, is there anything else that you want to mention on here? Oh, I mean, when we talk about the service part, there is a quote from Shirley Chisholm who says, service is the rent we pay for the privilege of living here on earth. And so I definitely want to put that plug in as far as the importance of serving and making sure that you give back because Someone paid the path for you, so why not give back as well? And so, yeah, this has been amazing. Just my experiences, your experiences, just sharing how the journeys can be able to allow people to to grow in this um in, in this life of where we're going with this energy <laughs> as far as trying to include Black excellence for Black History Month. It's been amazing to um, be able to speak to it. So thank you for the opportunity. Not a problem. And, you know, as always, you know, you always come with such valuable insight. 
uh, you're always doing something, always doing something that's that's big. And, you know, I really look up to you as well. I'm pretty sure that a lot of our listeners do as well. So in can, I, closing, can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure, Sorry. sure, sure. I do want to give, as far as giving some resources, one thing is I do give you resources of free 10 STEM scholarships and organizations ebook um, because I want to make sure when we put this out here that there are resources out there to, as far as our kids. And if we talk about giving back, I want to definitely say go to www.stemistheway.com and grab that free resource um, because I want to make sure as we talk about black excellence that we also get those resources out there. So that's what I have. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So in closing, you know, we've dived into uh, the key aspects of success for black engineers in the AAC industry. And we hope uh, that this conversation in particular has both been insightful and inspiring for all of you guys and, you know, as our audience. So from the essential role of certifications and licensing to the transformative power of uh, community support through organizations like Nesby and ASCE and APWA, as we've mentioned, we've explored a lot of valuable insights today. So Tiffany's impactful initiatives that she's doing, like the books, I mean, she's got like 3,000 books or whatever behind her right now, the speaking engagements, the radio shows, you know, these things really contribute significantly to celebrating Black excellence in STEM. And I'm hoping that this inspires a lot of people uh, to get out there and do some different things because we could all contribute. I mean, I know that there are so many different other Black engineers that are out there, Black women especially, that are doing a lot. Um, Tiffany is one. There are a couple of other people that I would love to have on the show at some point in time that are uh, running different podcasts in the construction industry, running different uh, speaking engagements and talking to other people that look just like us that we can also get started. But I think that this is a very impactful conversation. That I look forward to having many more to encourage that next generation. Yeah. So thank you, Matt. And, and thanks for, you know, you highlighted the importance of organizational affiliations like ASC and how they provide a rich platform for networking, um, professional development and ethical standards. Um, and as we celebrate Black History Month, let's carry forward these lessons and continue to amplify diverse voices in the engineering community. Please remember that you can find the show notes for this episode at www.engineeringpmpodcast.com. And there you'll find a summary of everything that we discussed today, including all of the books, the radio show for Tiffany, and all of the websites and resources that we listed today as well. So until next time, I wish you all the very, very best in your project management endeavors. Take care.